This program was first broadcast on Canterbury's access media station, Plains FM, and was made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air. Kia ora and welcome to Garden of Sound, proudly sponsored by Mini Quiz. And that's quite apt because my guest today is Mini, otherwise known as Drew Miller. Before we get to the show, I'm your host, Ian Turner, and I'd really appreciate if you enjoy the show today to subscribe. Just head to gardenofsound.nz and hit one of the links on the front page. Right, Minnie. She's only 16, but has a pretty solid musical backing behind her in the form of Serena Close, otherwise known as Mousy. From the great vocals to the excellent songwriting ability, there's a big future ahead of her if she chooses it. And plenty of get up and go as she soon headlines her own show at Christchurch's Greater Goods. But who is the real Minnie? And what has she overcome to get this far? This is the Garden of Sound interview with Minnie on Plains FM 96.9. Drew, can you tell me uh, the first time you realised there was such a thing as music? My dad, when I was younger, he would sing me and my brother to sleep. Um, But, of course, he wouldn't use any song other than uh, one he wrote about monkeys. (laughs) And then he would just scream monkey over and over and over again, which isn't very relaxing, but it seemed to work because we wouldn't go to sleep without it. We would call him up if he was in Auckland or if he was away and he would be with his workmates and he would have to sing over the phone to us or we wouldn't go to sleep. Did your dad have any musical tuition? I mean, did he did he sing uh, professionally or play an <laughs> instrument? No, and thank goodness for that. He definitely brought music to me. He's the reason I realised music was a thing, but... I don't think he should sing professionally ever. <laughs> no, that would be disturbing for all of us. Uh, and what about your mum? Like, she played instruments when she was younger, but that didn't go further than that. Mm-hmm. So there was a little bit of a musical desire there, at yeah. least. Aside from the monkey song, did it actually have a name or was it just the monkey song? The monkey the song. The monkey song, okay. What other kind of music uh, was listened to in the house um, as a family? Well, my dad would sing us Rainbow's Connection. It's a classic. Yeah, that was definitely a big one for us. Me and my dad sing together a lot. We jam out in the car. Yeah. It's our favourite thing. See Beneath Your Beautiful is our song. Uh-huh. If it comes on, we both have to do it. It's, it has to be perfect. Okay. You hadn't, um, uh, there was no desire to pick up a banjo at any point and, and do the Kermit the Frog thing? No, thank goodness there's no banjo in the house, but um, he definitely does his best impression. What about musical instruction for you at least? Were there singing lessons or guitar, piano, that kind of thing? Um, I started singing lessons with Serena, a.k.a. Mousy, when Mm -hmm. I was probably just turned 13. Okay, so about three years ago, thereabouts, Yeah, Yeah. yeah, give or take. And what was that like, having that kind of instruction? Was it sort of foreign to you or was it a relaxing experience? Um, It was definitely different, um, but she made it the best experience possible. Mm -hmm. What kind of stuff did you learn? 
she taught me how to um, songwrite, mm-hmm. and she also made my voice stronger. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think she really wanted me to sound like me, yes. so she didn't want to take it too far. So, who would be your vocal influences, at least? Probably Georgia Smith and Celeste, but they're both British artists, so I obviously don't sing in a British accent. Mm. Um, but the accent side of things, it's quite an inter- international thing. I yeah. mean, you don't hear that many sort of um, New Zealand accents. <laughs> I mean, it is either sort of somewhat Americanized or internationalized. Um, having someone tutor you on songwriting as well, I mean, that's sort of kind of next level in terms of learning, learning to sing. What was she working with uh, raw talent-wise? Did you write already? No, absolutely not. I've always been really scared of writing. I have dyslexia, so writing's always been something that's made me scared and made me uncomfortable, but I got... She made me have this confidence in myself, Mm -hmm. um, and I realised that I can write, and I shouldn't be held back by dyslexia. So, How do you deal with that in school? Um, I was really lucky. So when I was younger... I went to speech therapy and they gave me all these tools to read and write the best that I can. But um, obviously, I'm still going to struggle with things. So I got lots of support from the school. Yeah. And um, the computer is great. Yeah. Yes. What, why is the computer? Why does that help? Uh, um, my spelling is horrendous. Okay. So we're talking kind of an autocorrect. Kind autocorrect. Of. Okay. <laughs> sometimes it's not enough. Sometimes my writing is so bad that the computer is like, well, never seen that word before. So aside from uh, Serena, what kind of musical tuition is there uh, or is there ongoing for you at, at school? Any groups, any kind of choirs or anything like um, that? Or is it all solo endeavors? I used to do music at school, but I wasn't really liking how it was going at school. Yeah. So I decided that I would focus on music on my own time. Without naming names or going into detail, maybe just a little detail, what about it didn't didn't do it for you? It was actually the teachers. Okay. Yeah. I guess personalities, that is is quite difficult. Is there a desire... um, young age obviously 16 and so much opportunity and so much you know excitement and and scope out there um you want to do music full-time that would be amazing but um I also really love sciences I really love I actually want to do speech therapy in the future Mm. as a job but um, I think I would love to keep doing music while I'm getting educated while I'm working yeah yeah that's super cool I'd asked earlier about um, influences, at least, and I can only presume that um, New Zealand musical artist Mousy has been a tremendous influence. Um, how did you meet her? Um, I was at, my mum bought me singing lessons for my birthday, but the lady we were going to go to, she had to cancel, um, and she gave us the name of Serena. Yeah. And um, honestly, best things happened to me. She, amazing. Yeah, she's definitely my biggest influence. That's that's huge. Well, probably in her honour, at least. It's not like she's in the room or anything. Um, is there a track from um, 
Mousy that you'd like to play today? Oh, absolutely. She's got a lovely track called Extreme Highs, mm-hmm. and um, that's definitely my favourite from her. Why do you like it? It's just got that great upbeat sound, mm-hmm. makes you happy, puts a smile on your face. Yeah. Yeah. Huge. show up to This is the Garden of Sound interview with Drew Miller, otherwise known as Mini, on Plains FM 96.9. Drew, um, I love talking about gigs and getting off and seeing other people play and things that you sort of pick up. Is there a first gig, be it big or small? Yeah, I went to Ed Sheeran a couple years ago, um, which was one of the weirdest gigs I've been to today. I'm glad you said weird. Please tell me why. Um, just lots of alcohol. Okay. Um, young ladies consuming alcohol and then deciding it's a great idea to dance with that little kid. 
lady was spilling beer everywhere. Oh, you were the little kid. I was the little kid, not okay. the one with the alcohol. Okay, okay, okay. No, uh, yeah, I, I was hanging with my family. Yeah. Um, and then there was a bunch of ladies with their beer. Yeah. And they they reckoned it was a pretty good idea to dance with me. Okay. Um, and there was a lot of beer sloshing everywhere. Oh man. Onto me. Yeah. Um, yeah, wasn't wasn't something I wanted. Yeah. Pretty fun though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What about the concert itself? What about um, Ed and his performance? Honestly, uh, six sixty was the best part of it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, so um, who who decided to to take the Miller family along? Probably mum or dad. They okay. they really liked Ed Sheeran. Yeah. I quite enjoy Ed Sheeran, but we knew six sixty was opening in. That was okay. a big decision as well. So, what was your what was your takeaway track uh, from Six Sixty at that show? Oh, probably one of the classics like Rolling Stone. Okay. Yeah. So that's a new experience for you, I guess, going off to the big gig and people yeah. you know drinking and getting into it, yeah, and that kind of thing. Any sort of more low key, sort of Christchurch based things you've been along to? <laughs> I have watched Mousy play before. Yes, again. Yeah. Is there anyone else in your life, really? Um, nah, Serena's it for me. Yeah. Yeah, love her. Yeah. <laughs> who was um uh who was supporting or playing uh with Serena at that point? Or was it just a, a solo kind of thing? Yeah, it's just her. Just her? Yeah. Yeah. So what have you picked up from her, not just the, the teaching side of it, but seeing her on stage and how she presents herself when performing? Oh, she's so confident. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I really like how confident she is and she just presents herself and she's like, this is me, this is my music mm-hmm. and if you don't like it, well, too okay. bad. Oh, I've got your money, I've got your ticket money. Yeah. I? So, I mean, that's, that's it's, a good thing. It's mine already, you can't go back. Okay, so what I'm picking up is very strong-willed, know yeah. yourself, know what you're about. Um, don't listen to the naysayers or the those people who are who are being negative. Um, tell me about your performance experience. When was the first time you got up on stage and performed uh, in front of... It doesn't have to be a stage, actually. It could be a living room uh, in front of other people. I've always really liked attention when I was little. So mm-hmm. I would um, do talent quests and I would... I actually didn't know I could sing until I was probably an intermediate. So that was never something... I did when I was younger. Mm. I've performed singing probably for the first time um, at a production. Yeah, what was that? Um, it was a parody of Snow White okay. called Off White. Um, <laughs> and yeah. I, I was Off White. Yeah. And um, I think I sang a Elvis Presley song. Yeah, do you remember which, which track it was? Oh... Can't help falling in love. Okay. Yeah, that was it. Wise men say only fools rush in. Yes. Of course. Did you like it? Did you enjoy um, it? Oh, I enjoyed it. Yeah? I love attention. <laughs> what older music have you been exposed to? My brother really loves Red Hot Chili Peppers, Nirvana. Okay. All of that kind of stuff. So the good stuff coming out in the, the early 90s and, and that, yeah. that kind of thing, which is... Interesting to have lived through <laughs> when that was happening uh, for reals. Any bad times on stage? Any any nerves? Any fluffed lines? Or oh, all the time. Yeah, all the time. Um, how, how do you deal with it? 
oh, I just pretend it didn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh, what was that? Just put it behind you. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I think it is time for some more music. Oh, yeah. Um and I always ask about uh, a favourite track or something that you know that sticks with you and sort of hasn't faded away. Um, what would that be for you? For me, it's Love Like This by Codeline. I remember the first time hearing it and going, oh, that's it for me. That's that's perfect. Tell me a bit about the group because I'm not too familiar with um, their oeuvre. Um, I reckon they're folk music, I guess. Okay. And... Um, they tend to do pretty sad songs, but mm. this is one of the songs where I'm like, yeah, this gets me pretty happy, pretty pretty going, you know. Are they Australian? No, I think they're American. They're American. Yeah. Okay, good. I am expanding my musical knowledge. This track is Love Like This by Codeline. <laughs>
This is the Gardner Sound interview with Drew Miller on Plains FM 96.9. Drew, where does Mini come from? Uh, It's just a pretty standard question, really. Yeah, it's pretty pretty odd. Um, I was really struggling trying to find a name. Then I was like, you know what? Cat name generator. Okay. Yeah. Um, And then... I'll have to remember that. I uh, tried a couple times and then Mini came up. Yeah. And of course I was with one of my best mates and she goes oh kind of funny and i'm like why and she's like you're really short okay so it's quite and there's the alliteration as well you know, yeah with the mini miller <laughs> yeah kind of, kind of thing going on um i want to talk about one of your recent singles um tangerine days now you said that you weren't writing much and obviously that was encouraged by your your singing teacher who shall remain nameless <laughs> where does your inspiration come from where do the words come from at least well in this case i was really um influenced by the lockdown okay i wrote this during the lockdown and i was like it's pretty it's pretty dim right now yeah nothing's really going our way kind of just wanted to go back to the bright old days and that's kind of how that song was developed it was through that feeling Mm. yeah so i guess music is no maybe not coping mechanism that seems a bit extreme but you get to work through yeah stuff that's going on yeah but yeah let's talk about the production at least um so you're singing on the you're singing on the record yep. instrumentation. Were you doing anything there? Um, no. Yeah. We have other people playing instruments. Well, that's nice, isn't it? Do you play any instruments? Yeah. Um, I can play a ukulele. Brilliant. Um, I know a bit of piano. Yeah. And I'm teaching myself guitar. Very cool. Yeah. Okay. Um, yes, thoroughly recommend learn. Learn, learn, and play, play, play. Um, what about the production of the song, at least? Where was it recorded, or how was it recorded? It was recorded at The Hut um, mm-hmm. with Ryan. Good old Ryan. Yeah. What was your experience like with him? How was it? Was he encouraging? Yeah, he was so nice. Yeah. Everyone there was so nice. They all knew it was my first time, and I was a, I was a bit scared. Yeah. But they made the experience really good for me. Mm. Yeah. How was it having an idea or an original idea of yours come to life? Well, it was insane. You, you never think when you're little that you're actually going to get to make music and you're actually going to be able to put yourself out there. It's always a dream, but when it actually happens, it's a bit like, oh, wow. Uh, good, bad, or indifferent. What's the reaction been to this particular track? Really good. Yeah, yeah, definitely really good. And encourage you to write lots more stuff. I mean, how much are you writing generally? Um, I always start a bunch of songs and just never finish it. Yeah. Um, but right now, I'm forcing myself to finish music because um, I am making more music now. Yeah. 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 Who was playing uh, on this track? Okay, so we got Chris Close. Yep. And then we got Chris Withy. Yep. Um, and then we got Terence O'Connor. O'Connor. Terence O'Connor. I honestly can't remember much of it recording. It was a bit of a blur, but yeah, very definitely. How much did you record in that session? Was it just um, that track or a few we, other things? We recorded four songs. Amazing. Yeah, and I think it was a. Three days. Yep. Yeah. That's super cool. What's your favourite part of the song? 
tender in Oh, it was the harmonies. Okay. Definitely the harmonies. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Okay, let's hear it. This is the Garden of Sound interview with Drew Miller, otherwise known as Minnie. And we're on Plains FM 96.9. I often ask, what's the advice for a younger version of yourself, at least? But let's say just looking back at those last three years, they've been quite full on. And I mean, it's a somewhat meteoric rise for you from obscurity to you're playing at Greater Goods on the, on the 9th of June. That's... That's pretty huge. We've got some very established artists playing there. So what's this whole journey been like for you? It's been insane. Yeah. Um, if I had to tell 
younger me anything, it would be like, don't be scared to put yourself out there. Mm. It doesn't really matter what other people think if you're enjoying yourself and it should be all about feeling good and making music that you like and love. You must have a supportive family. Very, yeah. Very. Definitely. Do you think you could have done it without them? Nah, I couldn't do anything without them. Yeah. Yeah. How often do you thank them? Probably not often enough. Okay. Should probably go home and say thank you. And count your blessings and such. Um, looking forward to the future. Uh, we'll talk a little bit more about the um, uh, the Greater Goods gig. What's the What does the future look like? Where do you want to be? Who do you want to be playing with? Anyone that you want to work with? Don't really think about the future because the future makes me scared. Okay. <laughs> um, That's um, fair enough. Yeah, I'm definitely one of those people who are trying to hold on to their teenage years, trying to stay young. Um, okay. But if I would love to work with people, expand my music. Yep. Just haven't really thought that far ahead. What's What does scare you about the future? Um, Having to be responsible. Ah. Uh. Having to um, look after myself. But I don't need to worry about that for a while. Yeah. I guess something you said earlier, probably remembering you can do it on your own terms. Yeah, definitely. And you seem a pretty switched on uh, cookie, so that's huge. Um, we're going to go and pay some bills, uh, and uh, we're going to come back, and we're going to play mini quiz. This is the Garden of Sound interview with Mini on Plains FM 96.9. There's only one way to settle this. There is another way. Visit miniquiz.com and see how your general knowledge stacks up against friends, family and Darren down the road. It's free and a great way to get you ready for the big leagues. Visit miniquiz.com now. That's M-I-N-I-Q-W-I-Z.com and show everyone who the quizzed in your neighbourhood really is. Miniquiz.com. Start small and do them all. This is the Garden of Sound interview with Drew Miller on Plains FM 96.9 and we're going to play mini quiz um, and don't be frightened, don't be scared, it's going to be, it's going to be amazing. Um, the score to beat is six, there you go, six out of ten, ten questions uh, uh, and I think the worst anyone's done, I think we've got three artists have got one, Ooh. so we don't want to see that, we don't want to see that duck, that duck's egg, that zero. Um, I think you'll do absolutely fine. If you don't know the answer, just say pass. Right. Um, because um, you can just get on and, and go for it. So fail fast, I think, okay. is, is what is got what this. folks say. All right. You've got, yes, absolutely. It's the confidence. It's yes. Cool. I watched the chase enough. I got this. Okay. You got it. You got it. There you go. No fear. It's uh, it's all just, you know, just, just think tangerine days, you know? Okay. Drew? Your mini quiz starts. Which famous musician born in 1770 became progressively deaf from his 20s? Mozart. Axel Rose is best known as the lead singer of which rock band? Guns N' Roses. In which country was Cliff Richard born? Pass. Jason Kerrison is best known as lead singer for which New Zealand band? Pass. In which capital city is musician Jim Morrison buried? Pa. 
us. Who released an album in 2008 titled E equals MC squared? Eminem. Ray Davies is best known as the lead singer with which famous band? Pass. In which year did Right Said Fred release their number one hit entitled I'm Too Sexy? Pass. In 1994, Oasis released a single entitled Cigarettes and What? Kisses. Who was the New Zealand musician who won the 2009 version of Australian Idol? Uh, Stan Walker. Fantastic. Okay, I can easily say that you got two out of ten. Oh, I... So you have done better than three of our guests already. So Yay! Nice one. That's super cool. Long way to go to beat uh, Greg Haver and Caleb Isaacs on six, but down the track. Okay, here we go. Um, Beethoven was going progressively deaf in his 20s. Well done, Guns N' Roses. Um, Cliff Richard was born in India. Uh, Jason Kerrison, best known as lead singer for which New Zealand band? Op Shop. Ring a bell? No. No, Of course not. In which capital city is musician Jim Morrison buried? He is buried in uh, Paris, uh, the Pierre Lachaise Cemetery. It's worth a visit. Somewhat uninspiring. <laughs> anyway, um, Mariah Carey released uh, E equals MC squared in uh, 2008. Ray Davies was a lead singer with The Kinks. Um, I'm Too Sexy uh, was released in 1991. You weren't even an idea or a concept at that point, I'm sure. Um, in 1994, Oasis released a single entitled Cigarettes and What? Cigarettes and Alcohol. Oh, that makes sense. I know, it does. That goes together, just like ice cream sundaes or something, or Ramalama ding-dongs, something along those lines. Um, super, super cool. Um, okay, so how did the Greater Goods gig uh, come about? We've got to thank Chris. It's all up to Chris Close, Yeah. what happens. And, um, yeah, I'm really lucky to have him... Helping me. So in what capacity uh, does he uh, work with for you? He's Is it pseudo-manager kind of Basically thing? a manager, yeah. Wrangler? Yeah. Wrangler? Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Um, and he said, hey, there's this thing going on. Yeah. I'll get you a spot. Do you want to do it? Yeah. He, I always get these emails. They're like, this is great. You should do it. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So how much how much material have you got? I mean, is it a... Full set? Is it all originals? Are there covers in there? I've got a couple covers. Brilliant. But um, most of it's original. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's super cool. That's going to be an absolutely awesome gig uh, for you. And that's coming up next Wednesday. Okay. So we've got, uh, we've got time on this interview for, for one more track of yours. And what are we going to play? I'm going to play Talk. Okay. Tell me a bit about Talk. Um, it was basically me being like... If you want to talk about me, you know what? Just just say it to me. Um, okay. Not that soft. Yeah. Yeah. Say it to my face. Yeah, definitely talk to talk to my face. Yeah, rather than behind my back. Absolutely. Words to live by. Yeah. Drew, it's been absolutely fantastic to have you on Garden of Sound. Thank you. It's been great. I heard my name on your lips again. What were you thinking? Didn't think it'd come back to me. But I hear everything Big talk Don't amount to much Oh darling Keep on trying If you wanna talk I can talk We can talk Just talk to my face If you wanna talk I can talk We can talk Just talk 
Okay, heaps of tracks of the week, and I'm going to kick off with an artist that Drew mentioned during the show. This is from Celeste, and I'm obsolete to the party as this track's been used to promote everything in the UK and beyond, and carries a little Nina Simone riff from Cinnaman. From her 2021 album, Not Your Muse, this is Celeste with Stop This Flame. But I keep on going, tell me to stop, but I keep on going, tell me to stop, but I keep on going, keep on, keep on, keep on. You'll never stop this day. I move too far It's all too much I think I must be mad To give you everything I have Everything I have Everything, everything But it still went bad Tell me to stop But I keep on going Tell me 
to stop, but it keep on going. Tell me to stop, but it keep on going. Keep on, keep on, keep on. You'll never stop this thing. I will never let you go. Next up, also mentioned in the show, and not the monkey song, it's the Rainbow Connection. I'm not going OG though, this version is from that usually funky mash machine, Pomplamoose. Why are there so many songs about rainbows? What's on the other side? Rainbows are visions. But only illusions And rainbows have nothing to hide So we've been told And some choose to believe it I know they're on Wait and see Someday we'll find it The rainbow See 
Next up, we've got Reuben Stone. Now, Reuben, alongside many other class acts, is going to be playing at the Go Live Festival July 24th in Christchurch. You may remember the awesome array of gigs all over Christchurch post-lockdown last year. Well, this year, you're going to be spoilt for choice as 16 acts of all musical persuasions will be jammed into the Christchurch Town Hall Complex for one amazing night of awesome. You can get tickets from ticketech.co.nz. Just search for Go Live. Anyway, you'll be able to check out Reuben Stone and hopefully he'll play this excellent track for you. It's called Soul Brother. Do you remember that time in Amsterdam? The wind on our backs There was no need to worry Final track of this very musically heavy show, I know, it's from way back in 1993, a little band called Shihad.
and their first studio album, Churn. A colleague of mine years ago said, man, that Tom Larkin hits those drums hard. And he was right. Drum kits the world over have been frightened of him ever since. You can hear more about Tom Larkin and his take on the music industry at Go Live Industry Talks. They're happening the same day as the music. This event is free, featuring a whole array of amazing characters. Once again, just head to Ticketek and search Go Live. The final track for today from Churn is Stations. i 
Thanks for joining me today on the show, and thanks also to Minnie, a.k.a. Drew Miller, for being my guest. Head to gardenofsound.nz and click on Minnie's image on the front page, and from there you can find out more about her Greater Goods gig on the 9th of June. Huge thanks also to our show sponsor, Mini Quiz. You can find out more at miniqwiz.com. I'm Ian Turner. I look forward to bringing you Garden of Sound same time next week. In the meantime, keep well, keep listening, and keep playing. Enohorah. <laughs>